Today's episode of the Mission Daily is brought to you by Jamf Now, the number one device management solution for all your company's Apple devices. To learn more about how Jamf Now can help you secure your Macs, iPads, or iPhones, head to jamf.com slash mission daily to set up your first three devices for free. That's jamf.com slash mission daily or click on the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, this is Chad, and today on the Mission Daily, we have two, or maybe three, special announcements. The first one, the Mission Daily was selected by Apple as one of the best of 2018. So the Mission Whoa. Daily was the one of the best podcasts as selected by Apple for 2018. Wow, that's so, so awesome. We could not have done it without you, the amazing listeners. You hear Ian in the background, you hear Steph. You don't hear Toasty because, oh, there he is. There you go. Good boy. That's a good pup. And that's the first announcement. Second announcement, one of our other podcasts, actually our first one, The Story, was also selected by Apple as the best of 2018. That is so exciting. Again, we couldn't do it without you, the listener. We're grateful for each and every one of you. And to celebrate this, it brings us to our third announcement. We are going to be playing all throughout the holiday season on the Mission Daily, the best episodes from The Story. That's right. We've been through four incredible seasons of the story. And if you haven't heard it, you're in for a treat. For those of you who don't know, the story is a historical fiction podcast where we tell the unknown backstory of people who changed the world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And a big shout out to our amazing sponsor, Jamp. Thank you for making this happen. And as always, thank you, the listener, for enjoying it. This is the story of a man who had the ultimate dream job and was the envy of millions. One day, he decided to put it all on the line for something much bigger. Today's story is called The Ultimate Sacrifice. He never paid attention to the numbers on the scoreboard. The only thing he cared about was the play at hand. As long as he made the sacrifices necessary to make the right play at the right time, the score would take care of itself. When his team was down, he assured them they were capable of a comeback. Becoming champions was always an option in his book. He reminded his teammates of this so much that it wasn't long until they believed it too. Long before the outside world would recognize him as successful, he maintained a successful attitude. That attitude led to leadership on the football field and off. The man would inspire his teammates to a regional championship, and it wasn't long before colleges caught wind of this. They came in droves to watch him race around the field. He ran like a man who was possessed. The college recruiters watched him yell instructions and encouragement to his team from the sidelines. His teammates responded. His philosophy was simple. He didn't believe it was ever over. Even after the clock struck zero, there was always the next game. As a college athlete, his leadership was infectious. He received numerous awards for his achievements, both on and off the field. His teammates couldn't help but rally around him, emulating his examples. His team would go on to be undefeated his junior year, and they earned an invitation to the Rose Bowl. He was awarded the Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Year, and his teammates selected him as team MVP. 
one of his coaches would say that you don't find guys that have the combination of being as bright and as tough as him. So where did he get all this energy and vitality? How was he able to do it all? He got his energy from his mindset. To him, it was always more than a game. It was never about the touchdown or the tackles. It was about the man to the right or the left of him. It was the way he lived his life. That was the credo that he would reflect on again and again when times got tough. Some of his favorite credos were never take anything for granted and it's not over until it's over and play as if every play was your last. The man was drafted to the NFL in 2000 and many thought he would not make the opening day roster. He proved the doubters wrong and became the team's strong safety. At the end of the season, he had broken the franchise record for most tackles in a single season. Despite quick success at the NFL level, he didn't let his success jeopardize his morals or his ethics. He remained humble. He never got a cell phone. He drove to games in the same beat-up truck that he'd owned in college. The man chose to read as much as possible. He was energized by debate and discussions with those closest to him. When he wasn't on the field, he would spend his time volunteering with the youth at the Arizona Boys and Girls Club. On September 11th, planes struck both towers of the World Trade Center. Another crashed into the Pentagon. On another hijacked plane, a small band of patriots fought the hijackers for control, but the plane ended up crashing into the ground before it could reach its intended target, the White House. The attacks of 9-11 were the most horrific terrorist attacks ever made on U.S. soil. Many young men and women took notice, especially the star safety of the Arizona Cardinals. The day after the attacks, a reporter asked him questions about military intervention and what he thought about it. The young star safety was on the rise, and he knew a safe life awaited him. Instead of giving a I support our troops type of message, the man paused for a moment and thought before he spoke. He said, At times like this, you stop and think about just how good we have it, what kind of system we live in, and the freedoms we are allowed. A lot of my family has gone and fought in wars, and I really haven't done a thing. The star safety went back to his life. He got married to his high school sweetheart, but after the honeymoon, he told the Cardinals he would place his career on hold. He had decided to enlist in the U.S. Army. It was the quickest option to get on the ground overseas. His friends and family were shocked, and the media was bewildered. Why would he walk away from millions of dollars to pursue service as an Army Ranger? The man never fully articulated his reasons publicly about his decision to serve, but he did make the following quote, Sports embodied many of the qualities I deem meaningful. However, these last few years, and especially after recent events, I've come to appreciate just how shallow and insignificant my role is. It's no longer important. His brother joined him in his call to serve, and both deployed to Iraq and Afghanistan. On the evening of April 22, 2004, in the rugged terrain of eastern Afghanistan, the Star Safety's unit was ambushed. He provided covering fire for his fellow soldiers as they escaped. In the night, during the gunfight and the fog of war, the worst fear of every veteran came upon him. For those of you who don't know about veterans or how we think, that fear isn't death at the hands of the enemy. That fear is death at the hands of misguided, friendly fire. The star safety and the hero of this story is, of course, Pat Tillman. Those who served in our military know it isn't about glory, medals, or publicized heroism. It's about purpose, service, and sometimes sacrifice on behalf of our nation and on the behalf of freedom. For those that love Pat Tillman, 
they knew what he pursued was always more than just a game to him. Pat's legacy lives on through the Pat Tillman Foundation, an organization giving military veterans and spouses who embody Pat's principles, the tools and support they need to become leaders, no matter how they choose to serve. So as you go out in the world today, remember Pat's story. Remember that in every moment, you have a chance to put it all on the line. And in every moment, you get a new opportunity, a new chance to be courageous, to push harder, to think bigger, and make the choices that weaker versions of yourself are too fearful to make. So choose wisely, but don't be afraid to choose to become a legend. That's his story. What's yours going to be? Hey, this is Ian from The Mission. I talk to Fortune 500 CIOs and IT visionaries about how much effort and energy they put into securing their devices. But they have teams of hundreds of IT professionals, an advantage that the average business doesn't have. Until now. Jamf now makes it easy to set up, manage, and protect your company's Apple devices. As your business grows, so does your digital inventory, making it harder to manage everyone's Apple devices. This is especially true if you have remote employees, like we do at The Mission. With Jamf now, you can check your digital inventory, distribute Wi-Fi and email settings, deploy apps, protect company data, or even lock and wipe a device as needed, from anywhere. And all of this with no IT experience needed. The Mission Daily listeners can start securing their businesses today by setting up their first three devices for free forever. Add more starting at just $2 a month per device. Create your free account today at jamf.com slash mission daily. That's J-A-M-F dot com slash mission daily. We love Jamf and you will. Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. It helps spread the word and I would greatly appreciate it. See you next time.